David Watts on Mix 93.8. What's involved on a Monday night? Busy Monday this Monday. Uh, we had the guys from Global Local Investments. And yeah, they're going to be back in two weeks' time, uh, becoming one of the sponsors of the show. Looking forward to learning all about that and getting some tips on investing. Um, but right now, we're going to talk about learning and I am very happy. I've, I was actually just saying off here, I was very excited. We wanted to do this, um, but unfortunately the show was booked up. I was going to talk about this last year, um, and this was the first time that we could get the guys in here. Um, I have uh, Colleen Cronier. She is the CEO and founder of Brainline. Am I correct? Right. Absolutely. Wonderful. Colleen, thank you so much for coming in and, and, and having a chat to us. You're talking Brainline focuses a lot on online learning. Am I correct? That is absolutely true. And specifically at school level. I think that's where we are unique in the market. Mm -hmm. If you talk about online learning, one is... I've become actually used to that at university level, tertiary level. Um, but it's very unfamiliar ground for school level. In other words, from grade 1 up until grade 12. Okay. Now... I've noticed, and, and specifically in the adult learning area, is, is this has exploded over the last few years, this online learning. There's, there's a myriad of things that you can do. Um, why did you start Brainline? Was it started with this vision in mind? Actually not, sir. It actually started quite a number of years ago when my late husband decided that he's going to start and sell some computers. And he discovered that for the South African learner in South Africa itself, mm -hmm. there's nothing available that gives them something that they can go into to look at some resources for homework um, and based on the South African curriculum. So we started with writing material which is suited to the South African market. Now, um, I don't know how you are old you are, but if you remember the Very names... <laughs> if you remember the names, XTs, 80s, 286s, 386s, stiffies, CDs, mm. DVDs, then you'll know exactly the road that we took to get to where we are today where none of those are applicable anymore. You can have any device that you want in your hand. Mm -hmm. And as long as you have access to the internet, you have access to information. And if you have access to information, you are able to access education. And particularly the youngsters today, because they seem to be able to pick up any device. Exactly, and they demand that. And, and know how to use it almost intuitively. I, I mean, I battle having using a remote sometimes and have to get one of the kids to come and show me how to set the stupid thing up but True. but they just fly through it Absolutely. and and i think it's part of the culture have you found that mm. that they learn more and more easily when they do it online they are very comfortable in the online environment and i think um, many of the parents that are that have young kids well for the past few generations actually have young children of school going age are very afraid of being a, a social media citizen or mm. an internet citizen but it is a real fact and it's the reality of our times so our position or responsibility as parents actually is not to withhold the internet but to create responsible global citizens in an internet environment they need to know how to navigate the dangers and the good and the bad and the very evil of the internet mm -hmm. okay now you started doing this and in those days i mean that was visionary it's still pretty visionary in south africa although i've noticed there's a groundswell it's it's definitely picking up um have the teachers themselves been a bit resistant were they like oh what is this foreign thing 
um, or have they embraced the technology? Absolutely up until today. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, one has to say that, that the talk and chalk method of learning and teaching is still the comfortable way of learning and teachers still feel that that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. The bad news of it is that Dr. Google is just as good as teacher as teachers are in the classrooms currently. Yeah. So what is the teacher there to do then? What do the, why do they get these degrees? What do they learn? Well, they actually learn the insight or the learning that they get, the knowledge that they gain, creates insight for them in which that, that they can use to identify problems in learners, identify learners who have to have more uh, resources so that they can progress faster. Mm. So they are actually supposed to be, I think, in my opinion, be there to, uh, to be in the interest of the learner, actively participating in pro- progressing the learner through his or her academic knowledge environment whatever mm. you'd like to call that because i don't think because i heard somebody saying the other oh yes with all of this online learning teachers are going to become redundant i don't believe Absolutely so not. at no, all not at all not at all i see it every day and i see the insight with 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 which teachers actually in the classroom handles the learners mm. they have got that experience and insight that you don't you do not get that overnight you cannot get it from a book um, and it's something that is invaluable in the classroom the teacher has become a facilitator as well because knowledge has become cheap yeah. knowledge is free it is the way that you offer the knowledge the way that you present the knowledge that makes the difference and and, and that's the part i think is so important because if i think back to my my schooling and my school career it was as you so rightly put it just now talk and chalk yeah and it would be come in sit down shut up they'd write something on the board open your textbook to page 11 and go yes and i didn't necessarily learn terribly well that way I need the visual stuff and and all of that. Um, And when the internet started to open up, I was amazed. I was like, here's this, this is, I mean, in my day, you know, if you wanted to know a lot of stuff, then if you were very lucky, your parents bought the Encyclopedia Britannica and you could go and page through volumes and volumes and suddenly there was all of that plus more and I just had to type stuff into a keyboard. That's right. And it it was brilliant. So is it it going, well, I'm getting ahead of myself because I want to know where where this is going. But when we come back, I'd like to talk a little bit about what is BrainLine then and and what BrainLine actually does. So when we come back, um, we will have uh, a chat about that. My special guest in studio tonight from BrainLine, uh, we've got the founder and CEO, Colleen Cronier. We'll be back with Colleen in just a bit. Anyway, my special guest in studio can help me with all of these questions uh, is the CEO and founder of BrainLine, uh, Colleen Cronier. Colleen, Tell me about BrainLine now. So, so you found this, you started off, you saw that there was a gap and we started off with the old, I can't believe that there's somebody else who knows about XTs and AT computers. <laughs> I started, imagine, and DOS, eh? and True DOS, story. remember. Stuffies and floppies and yeah, CDs. Sure. CDs were like the height of technology at exactly. one stage. Exactly, now we're hanging them in the trees to scare the birds away. Yeah, and you don't, you don't I mean, if you buy a computer these days, I, 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 we just bought one recently, there is no... CD or DVD drive anymore. Not it's at gone. All. It's and gone. The, even the ports are growing fewer and fewer. Yeah, no, it's scary stuff. Tell me, what is so Brainline does what exactly? You, actually, you create? Actually, we completely replace school mm-hmm. completely in its entirety. 
Now we are talking from starting from your study material up until classes and assessment all inclusive. Now within that we have got different products where you can decide. Now if one talks about home education, I'm an old home educator, I know exactly what I'm doing, just give me the ex- assessment, that's one product. Mm-hmm. Or you can decide, no, I don't want to go to all the trouble of finding all the study material, Give me a paint-by-numbers school. I am not a teacher. I am not a principal. I just need need to know what to do with my children. So Mm -hmm. give me that. So that's another product. And if you talk about prices, you and I quickly had a few conversations Mm. about pricing. Now, one would think that that would be expensive, but it's not. Remember now, because we're internet-based, we don't use paper. We don't print any paper we don't send you packages so the the cost that you would have on your site is data the cost that we have on our side is internet and data Mm. so we need to get the best internet access that we have and of course we need to have excellent teachers teachers are are dynamic who can present like you and i are sitting here we're talking to each other but we're also talking to multiple listeners out there. Yes. They need to be comfortable and be dynamic and charismatic so they can engage those learners even though those learners are not in the room with them. They need to understand their dynamic as mm-hmm. well. So that is those those are the costs that we need to cover. So we need to pay good people. And now if you compare our prices to that of schools in South Africa, yeah. you will find that if you go to our website, brainline.com, our prices compared to that of a public school. Now I'm talking about government schools. Okay. And not independent or private schools. Okay. So essentially I've got a child, um, maybe the child is, is, is experiencing difficulties at school, whatever the case may be. Because um, I think... Long term, and later on, I want to get into that for the for the people that are in the rural areas. I think this must be absolutely amazing if they've got internet access. But if my child is is, is battling a bit at school, whatever. I mean, these days there seem to be so many more problems at school than when we were growing up. I mean, um, then can I literally log on to you and say, okay, my child is now in grade four, for example. And I want to. I want them to study at home, where I can make sure that they're doing the right thing at the right time. I pay you. I've got access to all of that. What about exams? Do you do you write tests? Do the student write tests? Yes, we absolutely do. As a child would do at a, let's call it traditional school. Yeah. Um, let's talk about, say, for instance, an exam. We need to see to it that our exams are valid and reliable. So for assignments, as you would. At school, you would receive the assignment at school. You would go home and complete it and bring it back or complete it within the school hours, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But when we get to a test or an exam, what we do to ensure validity and reliability is we issue the exam so that it's downloadable however you're unable to open it. On the morning, which is stipulated on the timetable, you receive a password and you would receive it on your online profile. So it's uniquely to you. Mm-hmm. You are then able to use that password to open your file. Yeah. Print it out and like you would do at school. Remember now, online doesn't mean we are so digital that we only type. We still write because in the end, a grade 12 student needs to sit for a three-hour paper in that particular subject. All right, so another grade four learner would download the paper. Mom or the invigilator would sit close to them. They would write the paper, complete it scan it back in and ensure that that paper reaches us before 12 in the morning. So we narrow the time period during which the time during which the exam is supposed to get to us in other words we ensure or we try to ensure that as little irregularities as possible can take place for grade 12 yeah the final exam is not written in that way 
we are registered with the IEB, the Independent Examination Board, and they have to come to our centre and write the exam as <sighs> issued by the IEB. Okay. And then they mark those papers and they are accredited by Umalusi in turn. I'm mm -hmm. sure you've heard about Umalusi. Yes. That's the accreditation body. Yes. Those are actually the people who issue the National Senior Certificate. So if you get your National Senior Certificate, it doesn't say brain line. Yeah. It doesn't say Waterkloof School. Yeah. It doesn't say Gerrit Meritz High School, whatever the case may yeah. be. It says Umalusi. It carries the logo of Umalusi. Okay. So the National Senior Certificate is issued to all students who qualify for that particular certificate by Umalusi. I think that's that's brilliant. But I knew these questions were going to start coming in because um, I was wondering about that. Somebody says, hi, does Brainline provide special subjects? I'm very interested in visual arts. Absolutely, we do. And I get so excited when people ask those questions. Distance education, traditionally, one wouldn't think yeah. that visual arts is one of it. Yeah. But we were able to submit to the IB proof, and they're happy with the moderation that they've done so far, that the group can actually interact so much with each other that they can set up their visual art diaries and that the IB moderator comes along and can actually see that they are able to participate actively in producing their visual art products which is then yeah. exhibited appropriately at the correct time um, under the supervision of our art teacher yeah. Evan Antonites and he then presents this exhibit to the IB moderators and so far they've been very happy with that and we are so excited I've been so eager to invite everybody to come and look at these visual art exhibits because I was so excited one cannot believe what these youngsters produce I am amazed that you said yes to that because Absolutely. I was I was going to go okay this this one Colleen's going to battle with a little bit no, but I'm going to no. ask anyway because that's what our, our listeners want and let me and you give you do one it. more. Let yeah. me give you English drama. No. So that is also a subject that you would think, no, it's not appropriate no. to be Dustin's education. These youngsters are awesome. They have their own Skype groups together. They have their own WhatsApp groups together. And under the supervision of our drama teacher, they actually have their little play and their pieces that they do. And it's also presented to the Ivy. And it's always so exciting because the parents get invited to see all of these things that they do. So that's a wonderful subject. Another wonderful subject. Well, you did talk about that wonderful subject, mm -hmm. didn't you? You yeah, didn't talk yeah. about the round of the mill stuff. How about equine studies for you? In other words, that's a subject for those who love th or think that they might want to do veterinary sciences. Yeah. Equine studies might suit them very well. You might have children who've done horse riding all their lives. Now imagine that being one of your subjects that you do as part of your matric national senior certificate. What a bargain. It's actually one subject that you can tick, that you can get 90% for because you just absolutely love it. I think that is phenomenal because and, and, and as we're speaking, I keep casting back to the days when, when I went um, through a, di a distance learning uh, a college and, you know, you would, you would then sign up and everything and then they would post you this massive pile of books which was just typing and it was horrible. I had never, ever completed one of those things. I, I think I, I single-handedly must have financed quite a few people's salaries because I bought so many of these courses, never finished one just because I found it dreary and yeah. dull and boring and no support. Now, you're there. I mean, you've got... Yeah, so now I'm doing, I'm doing 
whatever grade, through you, there is a teacher on the other side that I can communicate with. Absolutely. And you know what's interesting? We just spoke about it this morning. Mm-hmm. How similar these live webinars, I know you've heard about yes, webinars. big fan. How similar these live webinars are with the learners than it would be in a classroom. We yeah. had to, unfortunately or fortunately, disable the function where they could <laughs> privately chat to each other yeah. because we found that it distracted them. So yeah. we had to disable that function. Learners will be learners. People will be e-people. Yeah. They are yeah. always, forever, mm. finding something more interesting than the class. But even so, they love the live webinars. Mm. They call the recordings because we do record everything and we save it for everybody because we realize the kids can't see everything all the time. Yeah. They are busy with sporting activities or whatever the case may be. So if you miss the live one, you get the, the replay. We the recording for them so can, they can come back and view that multiple times. It never gets taken away. Which would be great if there's something you don't understand. Exactly. Because then you can just rewatch. Or, and yeah. Even when, whilst there's a live webinar, you can ask the question in the chat room and the teacher can see what you're asking and maybe just work it into the class as she's progressing throughout the class. Yeah. But what's interesting is they, they call the recording second-hand classes, mm-hmm. which was interesting to me because they find the live webinars, the enticing part, the one that they want to be with. Yeah. be at and be in. Mm-hmm. So viewing recording to them is a second class thing. But it's wonderful to have anyway. Somebody else has just said, uh, is it possible to do something such as a bridging course for if you didn't have a subject in school, such as physical sciences, for example, and then only do that class tests and assignments? Oh, absolutely, you can. We've got a product that we call the Compact. Mm-hmm. Now, the new National Senior Certificate says that you've got to do grade 10 yeah. Pass that before mm-hmm. you can enroll for 11, going on to 12. Yeah. So it's actually a three-year course. But we do understand that some adults, having completed their metrics, suddenly discover that they need physical science yes. or they need mathematics. Then what to do? Now, what we do is we combine grade 10 and 11 in one year. So mm-hmm. that gives you the freedom of access to that academic information to see to it that you are well prepared and then they enroll for the grade 12 year. Okay. So that gives them a year, um, let's say, head start. Instead of doing three years, it might be that you just need two years, the compact version, and then follow that up with a grade 12. And yes, you can do only one subject if you want to. See, this this for me would be, and I'm going to use the term mature students like myself. That would be great because if you didn't do that well at matric or whatever, for whatever the reasons were, but you moved on with life and now suddenly you're at a place where you need to get that in order for you to study further. This is, this is an amazing way of being able to do it. Absolutely. And I'd like the listeners to page back on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And you will find one of our star learners from 2019 yeah. is a young lady. She's in her 40s, but she wanted to do veterinary science all her life. Uh-huh. And she came back to redo her grade 12. And I think she got about four or five distinctions in the end, if memory wow. serves me right. So um, every year I stand in the exam halls and I look a- a- across these wide, this wide open space at all the faces. Mm-hmm. And it's anybody and everybody from everywhere who would just like to improve their own education or advance in their careers. They could be 17 or they could be 70. It doesn't matter. I think that is fantastic. When we come back, uh, we're going to chat some more. I want to know 
where are we going? What is, what is you know, where's Brainline going? What are the plans? We'll talk about that. My special guest uh, is the CEO and founder of Brainline, Colleen Crenier, in studio with me. We'll be talking more about uh, online learning when we come back. We are having a chat to my special guest in studio at this time, Colleen Crenier, CEO and founder um, of Brainline. Now, Brainline, all about online learning from grade one right up until grade 12, you say? Absolutely. Um, yes. Somebody asked us about... Um, Okay, we talked about the bridging one, the vocational, sort of vocational subjects. Um, and you mentioned something about if somebody wanted to get into, like, yes, we electrical engineering, something exactly, like that. Exactly, indeed, yes. Now, vocational, if I talk about in brain line about vocational, I'm not talking in one, in two, in three, like we used to talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where you used to uh, study for six months and then do another six months practical at. Yeah wherever you are able to go or whatever the case may be. This is completely different in as much as it is a valid metric certificate. You would take your two languages. You would take mathematics and physical science. You would take your life orientation that like the way that you should. And then you have a choice of various electrical subjects. Power systems would be the classical electric that you and I think of. Okay. Wiring and stuff like that. You get digital electronics and then you get electronics. Digital electronics is where you actually are able to program chips. So now we get into coding. Now these candidates can go into engineering. They can get their university degrees in engineering. Um, Way back when, when I was a youngster, vocational was the avenue that kids who did not do too well at school went into, gone are those days. Vocational courses are really academically rigorous, they're academically challenging, and they are the courses that actually offers the best or some of the best job opportunities. I was going to say, because that is one thing I believe that, that we are seriously lacking in this country, is skilled artisans people who've studied in because you're right and all those like oh if you can't crack it at school then just go and get your n1 and n2 and off you go and have a nice day um but those kind of people highly skilled educated people we 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 have a shortage of them i believe absolutely those are the people who need to fix escom those are the people who need to fix prasa and everything else Mm -hmm. um these are the youngsters who need to fix our future because that's what we need to look at yeah now with Brainline, is is one of the ideas, it's all good and well, we, we, we're we 